0: Hey, stars fans! Welcome back. We are here again with our rebels rewatch. I have my Padawan learner and yours. Just mine, actually. Madi, <laughs> how are you, sweetie?
1: Hey, I'm good. Mieke, it's good. On you?
0: Ah, good. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm good. I'm 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 very Zagut. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So. Uh, we just got done doing some Jedi training. Clearly, I need some more training on my German, but we'll get there. <laughs> this is a back and forth uh, relationship here. Give and take. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. So, friends, we are back with our Rebels Rewatch, and this is going to be episode uh, three, actually. This is Droids in Distress, which is an awesome episode. So, I always like to ask, out the gate, what would you think of episode three?
1: Uh, I thought it was really cool that we first time we really see the team operate as a whole team with ezra he's uh included in the mission so um yeah and there um i liked sabine in this i uh, like her part in this episode um how she i mean her skills as a translator are real and i didn't yeah. even like when i first watched the episode like three days ago because we kind of watched him the first four. Right. The first four just initially I like, started watching them and then we came up with the idea. But um, I thought she was just, you know, kind of playing a joke here or not a joke, but she was just um, pretending to be a translator, but she actually is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Pretty
0: cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, overall, this was a, this was a fun episode. We had R2-D2 in it. And uh, i like to start off with just kind of a summary for you guys. So I'll read this for you. Uh, the Ghost Crew steals a shipment of disruptor weapons from Minister... Tua to sell to Vizago, accidentally bringing the Imperial service droid C-3PO and R2-D2 with them in the process. Zeb objects to the mission since the same weapons were used to nearly wipe out his species, the Lasats. Agent Callus intercepts C-3PO's distress call and follows the ghost to Lothal. Zeb sees that Agent Callus uses a bow rifle, a weapon only used by the Lasat Honor Guard, which Callus had taken from a guardsman he killed himself. In the ensuing duel between Zeb and Callus, Ezra saves Zeb by instinctively using the Force combatively for the first time, pushing Callus away and knocking him unconscious, allowing the crew to escape after setting the weapons to self-destruct as a diversion. Kanan returns to the—I'm uh, sorry—Kanan returns the two droids to their rightful owner, Bail Organa, who surveys R2D2's recordings of the rebel's crew. Pretty cool. I mean, so that's that's kind of your summary. Um, This whole this starts off with uh, C three PO and R two D two showing up, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. You remember them from one, two, and three. Right. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Now Lottie also has some questions. So what we thought we would do is, um, at the start of each of these, she's going to ask her questions, and we'll get to them in a particular order. But what were some of the questions you had? I guess for this first episode.
1: Um. I was kind of wondering who is that lady they're trying to trick here? A lady? Uh, I'm sorry, Min- Minister Tua.
0: You Tua, said? Mm-hmm. Tua, Minister Tua. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah. Next question. Yeah, I have her up here. I can, I can tell you in just a second.
1: Oh, okay. You want me to just ask all? Yeah, the just questions? ask them okay. all um, so people know where we're going. Yeah, I was also wondering what's up with C C three PO? He's kind of he's acting weird. Yeah. Because we think is what what side is he on? Um they kind of admit that they were sent uh to to interfere mm-hmm. uh there but then he gives gives away the coordinations of uh the right. crew so the crew right yeah yeah and he's trying to be saved by the the empire so what's, okay. what's up yeah, with him okay yeah we can talk about Is that yeah confused yep <laughs> um
0: all right, so let's back up and talk about Minister Tua, all right? So, Minister Tua, just to kind of start, and what we'll do is we'll kind of answer the questions, and then we'll comb back through the whole episode. So, Minister Tua is really, she's from the planet Lothal. So, what's interesting is there's this whole Lothal system, right? And there's the planet Lethal, and then there's this system, right? They're on, they're going to a planet, and see, I don't remember all these. I think it's, Gal- oh, where are they going? Um, Gorel? Yeah. Garell is a Star Wars planet. This is where the rebels set up their base. So they're going to Garell. And she's going to some negotiation or whatever. But she's basically a kind of an assistant minister to Governor Ryder, who we're going to get to later. But so she works for the Imperials. She's an assistant. And she, again, works for Governor Ryder, who is going to come up later. Okay. So she's just a regular kind of assistant. Don't, don't worry too much mm-hmm. about her. Um, I think she does show up again. So, so important that you brought up, you know, who she is, this whole system of Lethal. So like there's the main planet, Lethal, and then there are multiple planets around it. So Lethal is a system and it's a planet. Okay. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we kind of bounce around. Like, I think it takes them like two minutes in the, you know, uh, like as they're, as they're kind of like hopping on what would be like almost like a train, but they're going in hyperspace and they're bouncing over to, uh, to Garel to get this shipment of, um, disruptors. So yeah, Okay. that's kind of who she is. And then you brought up C-3PO and what's going on with him. I think you had something down also about, like, an insult.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just found that. I was looking for that question. Why is... So, in the beginning, he's... They they call him an astromach. And he's like, astromach? I've never what? been insulted. Like, you know, like Right, such an life. insult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why? What's, like, how, what's how, how dare he?
0: Yeah. So, okay. Uh, technically, C-3PO is a protocol droid. Okay? Yeah. Uh, human-cyborg relations. Meaning he is an interpreter He's kind of almost like your butler droid. He takes care of stuff. Anakin makes uh, C-3PO for his mother. uh, So that way he can help interpret things like bocce and he can just do stuff around the house and stuff. So he's a protocol droid, real sophisticated droid. You know what I mean? And an astromech is more of a worker droid. Kind of like it's going to work on the ships, more of a laborer, right? So it's like C-3PO is in service. And R2-D2 is more of your laborer. So even yeah. in terms of like we watch Downton Abbey, <laughs> you've got the, the service crew. Right. There's levels inside of that. And C-3PO yeah. believes he's above sort of uh, the other droids.
1: Yeah, probably so. like a butler and a footman. <laughs> right,
0: exactly. So so like uh, R2-D2 is called and he's an astromech droid. Okay. So it's the type of droid he is. And when you lump those two droids in, you call them both astromechs. It was very insulting because he's a protocol droid. How okay. dare you call him an astromech? You know, that's that's essentially what he's. Wait, got so R two
1: D two is uh, an astromech?
0: Yes. Yep. Wow. And that,
1: again, we think, oh, you know, that he feels like it's an insult. They're less than him, kind of. Yeah. But we know that R two D two is super. You know, I mean, I feel like he's super uh, smart. And, oh yeah. Uh, Absolutely kind of powerful
0: right and so it's like he he comes across and you're supposed to think that c3po is the really sophisticated one and in star wars it goes back and forth all the time because like at one point c3po we dismiss him and then every once in a while he comes through clutch and he's got really good information and we're like god we just you know we forgot about that guy yeah we pay so much attention to r2 um and then sometimes we forget r2's there and same thing with like (laughs) later on bb8 and all the droids like they play a really cool kind of uh role so i just think that's that's neat. It's a really good conversation. Now, in the back, they uh, this whole scene, I told you when we were doing this, I, I mentioned that Zeb is the original concept design of Chewbacca. Right. Right? So, in the back of this transport, Droids in Distress, this is episode three, there is another protocol droid that's already in the back, right? Good protocol, uh, been in the back where he was supposed to be, Imperial... Uh, orders say that's what, where the droids are supposed to be um he is actually there these so c-3po will go back and stand next to a droid whose draw it's a basically a um early concept from ralph McQuarrie. it's on the new hope poster original star wars stuff like there were different versions of c-3po and he stands next to an old version <laughs> of him of himself that's wild yeah right i thought it's was, it was really cool I i'd never noticed it until this watch actually Yeah. So I was like, what is that? I was like, and I looked and I was like, oh my God, that looks just like an old poster where they show the concept art of the other droids. And so that was really cool. Really cool moment. But um, they do the interpretation. You mentioned that uh, Sabine kind of, she can interpret a little bit.
1: Yeah. And I think uh, she's really, she seems really smart.
0: Yeah. And you're going to find out more. I'll give you a little bit of context now. Like Sabine does have some experience um at the imperial academy
1: oh so, so she was not lying about that
0: she was not so she she i don't know if she did pass her level five exams or not but she she definitely um knows what they are and that was what was impressive to minister tua like oh wow i remember mm-hmm. that when i was you know younger and stuff so good luck on those and it's able to she's able to kind of make a connection um so yeah she misinterprets but really She knew which bay they were going to. It was Bay 7 instead of Bay 17. She tells the minister, go to Bay 17 and misleads them so that way our rebels, uh, our specters, can go get uh, their cargo. And it's like once they figure it out, it's just not uh, not good because Zeb has this history with the disruptors. And he has kind of like a... I don't know. He he really freaks out, doesn't he? He's he, kind of he
1: against this whole, you know, stealing the weapons from the beginning, even before he knew what kind of weapons they were. That's true. So, you, uh, at the beginning of the episode, you kind of hear him like, mm, "We don't really know what they do with all the, the the weapons." And right, yeah, he you can you can totally uh, sense that he uh, has a history mm-hmm. there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Zeb's really cool, and I actually have a lot of theories and and thoughts and speculation on Zeb and. And his people and uh, Lira San and Lasan, like his homeworld and all mm-hmm. the different things. Very interesting. We'll get to that as we kind of go along because I have some really good ideas about maybe Kenobi, uh, the Mandalorian series, different things with his people. They're fantastic and it's a great sort of mystery, but they're very in tune with elements of the Force, if, if cool. you will. Yeah. Yeah. In a, in a really cool way. Um, so, yeah, his people were attacked back in the day. And they they use these disruptors on them and now they can knock out the electronics or whatever for like a ship or something. But when they hit organic material or like like our human flesh or or an alien species or whatever, it's going to just uh, it's awful. Apparently Mm -hmm. it just wipes them out. You know, it's just it's really bad. So they were used to kind of wipe out a lot of his people, and so he's against the selling of those, like you said beforehand, and then especially afterwards. Yeah, he like gets kind of like upset, and Ezra's trying to get into his room, and then Hera has to explain. Yeah. Can you can you cut him some slack? Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: But at the same time, we see that their whole plan is um, that to to uh, destroy the disruptors, right? And and um yeah get the imperials out of there or like yes destroy them basically yeah they want to Isn't take them out of, of circulation though? yeah if that's a dangerous weapon it could have been could have done right. far more damage i mean
0: right right now you will see that kind of like the group will mature and be more organized and more thoughtful yeah. as they go it's really a, a growth there's a growth in, in everyone all the characters um, right now they are are a rebel they're a very small rebel cell that is like go they're trying to rebel themselves they're, they're, they're their own crew And they're just doing their own thing. So what's interesting at the end of this episode is that Bail Organa, Senator Organa, is in a deleted scene for episode three where he is talking about maybe forming a resistance to Palpatine. So he's been talking about forming this for a long time. He and Senator Mon Mothma... uh, Padme Amidala is there as well in the in the deleted scene. She's talking with Bail Organa. So the guy you see at the end of this, and when C three PO and R two D two go back, remember he's the one who took Leia. Yeah, he takes Leia from Episode Three. Yeah, he rescues Master Yoda. It's probably it's probably been a bit well have to go back and, and watch that, but like,
1: he, no, I remember that. But you remember that? Yeah. So at that point, he already has Leia.
0: At this point right now in Rebels, yeah, yeah. yeah, he has Leia. Leia is probably close to the age of Ezra Bridger
1: Wow, yeah, okay. at the time yeah. of this episode.
0: Yeah. yeah. So because it's probably about four, um, it's about four or five years before episode four where she shows up and she's Princess mm-hmm. Leia and everything. Yeah. So right now she's Princess Leia. So her father, her adoptive father, Bail Organa, is, is assessing these Rebels. That's why he asked R2-D2, show me everything you saw because he wants to learn about these rebels. Are they worthy of being added to our cause? Right. You know, because he's, he's the big recruiter. That's why, like, right now, they're kind of their own little rebel cell, and they're doing their own thing in the Lothal system. They've caught the attention of the Empire, and they've caught the attention of the Rebel Alliance, the full-on Rebel Alliance. So he's now saying, let me see, let, let, let me kind of check on this. So that's interesting. It that was a cool little kind of connection at the end of the episode, right?
1: So now he finds out that... Ezra and, um mm-hmm. well, he only saw Ezra probably on R2-D2's um Ooh. file, right? He didn't really see. Yeah, we, we'd to see? have to go back and look
0: and see what uh what it is that R2 was there to see. Because, yeah, does he see Kanan do anything? Um, that's interesting. I'm doing a click back through just to mm-hmm. kind of see whether he saw this. He definitely saw Zeb. He saw the fighting. Um, let's see. He There's has the, Kanan, oh, well, he does have the, mo- well, he does. He sees Ezra save zeb
1: right but he doesn't see kanan do anything
0: no so right now what what's on what's on his radar is ezra bridger right force sensitive with someone else though who is you know like like again kanan didn't really do anything but i bet they can kind of infer that okay maybe he's his master or if not it doesn't matter it's just that ezra is force sensitive and this group is a really good group yeah right so Uh, Yeah, once they get off of um, Gorel, they're going to head back and they're going to meet up with Vizago. And Vizago has been their guy, kind of their Mm -hmm. in-between, not necessarily, doesn't necessarily treat them the best. We think maybe he already sold them out to the Imperials and they're back here and they've been followed. And it's because C-3PO, this is the weird part, C-3PO is not necessarily in on the mission per se. Uh, or he doesn't understand what R two understands. R two yeah. understands that these guys are also rebels. They that he starts once he gets inside, he starts um, saying things like he's going to join up on their team. And Sabine's like, "Yeah, you can join our team anytime." And then Chopper says some stuff to him because right out the gate. R2D2 is running to the back with C3PO. And this is a great attention to detail. He, uh, he's C- C- C3PO is always interpreting. He's like, what secret mission? Or like something like, don't say anything about a secret mission. So, like, R2's given the mission and C3PO is kind of in the dark. Okay. Right. And he, and he kind of, the way he understands it is that they do work for the Imperials. Because oh. you have Senator Organa is an Imperial senator. Oh, okay, yeah. Right, he's yeah. undercover, kind of working for yeah. the Imperials, and so C three PO sees his role as no, I work for the Empire. Yeah, okay. R two D two is is smarter than that. Oh, he know, gotcha. he know, and that's why he's mm-hmm. the trusted little droid. Yeah, and everything, and so he's kind of um, in the okay. dark, if you will.
1: Yeah, it makes sense now.
0: Yeah. So, um, all right, so, then we we move on here, and the 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 deal with Visago gets interrupted by the Imperials. They use the disruptors to kind of knock out some of the walkers and then Zeb shows up um, and fights with his with his bow rifle against Agent Callis. Yeah. Agent Callis says that he used a bow rifle, he took it off a Lasan guard and a Lasan honor guard. Yeah. Um oh, that's and, terrible. Yeah, it's it's awful. And so he's using it to kinda of fight to really uh cause this strong emotion in Zeb yeah. that forces him just to charge. That's what he wants. Because now he wants to fight him and he's trying to take him on. Um and uh yeah he tried to he tries to, to really misuse um his his emotions. Yeah. So uh yeah they fight and it, it, I honestly think Zeb would have beat him. It wasn't if it wasn't for the ground rocking and shaking after the they turn the disruptors into bombs. R2 D2's suggestion, like he says, like kind of set them so that they, they mm-hmm. blow themselves up. And they push him out there against one of the walkers, and the ground shakes. Zeb loses his balance. Agent Callas, you know, capitalizes right. on it, and boom, he's got him.
1: He, he's, uh he's... yeah, but then uh, suddenly something happens.
0: Yeah, <laughs> dun 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 da dun, 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 dun. Ezra Bridger, boom, force power, <laughs> like so freaking awesome. It's just, it's just cool. And Zeb later says to Kaney, he's like, "Hey, thanks for the save, mate. Really appreciate it." And he's like, "It wasn't me." Yeah, you know, it wasn't me. And uh, so they're all kind of looking at Ezra like, whoa, in this moment, he has this huge force push. And it's just really cool. But it's because he cares for Zeb. You know, that's the thing, too. He sees Zeb's about to be taken out. And he's like, no way. That's my buddy. Yeah, he's one of the crew. No way. And he like, he really kind of draws upon the force and and has at it. So. Uh, then at the very end, we just see Bail Organa talking again to, to C-3PO and R2-D2, talking to Kanan, pays him because they want to return the droids. And it was very important that they didn't use Bail Organa's name. So they meet mm-hmm. on some unidentified ship uh, and with some ad- unidentified person. Kanan doesn't know. That but this is... he has
1: a suspicion because of what Organa says. Who does? Or- Organa um, Says the simplest gesture of kindness can oh. fill a galaxy with hope.
0: Yeah, he does. He and does. And
1: Kanan's is like, Isn't that a Jedi saying? Yep.
0: Yep. Isn't that a Jedi saying? Yeah, you're right. That's a really so he is kinda like, huh, this is he at least knows this is a, a pretty good guy. To yeah. quote something like that, you know, you're 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 a pretty pretty good person. So uh yeah, just awesome. Just an awesome little episode. It's so cool, and it helps, I think, early on in a series like this to bring in R2-D2 and C-3PO and make yeah. it feel more Star Wars. You know, you're like, oh, I know those characters. Oh, yep. I know Bail Organa. Okay, now I kind of understand. The first two are just the spark, and right. it's just like this crew, Ezra meeting the crew. Now we've established that, and very quickly it's like, where do they fit this crew in terms of the larger galaxy and everything? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's kind of a good episode to do that. But, uh, yeah, okay, that's pretty much it, though, friends. I mean, that was uh, that's, again, Season 1, Episode 3, Droids in Distress. Uh, it's our little Rebels um, rewatch here. And it's just fun to go back and experience these again. I'm catching new things. You're asking questions, too, that are, are pretty tough. I mean, like, when you ask about Tua at first, I was like, who is she? Yeah. I, I just know she works for the Imperials. And, like, I thought maybe she worked for, um, I almost said, a different governor. Because I thought like you forget that there's like right now, Governor uh, Ryder is there, but something will happen to him. And then there's another governor and there's another governor, you okay. know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. different. I'm trying to remember which governor it is that like yeah. he would have worked for. Yeah. So I'm where we're at in the story. But yeah, really, really good stuff. And it's cool to kind of think about the the uh, the, the girl scenes. One last thing, they're beautiful. I have asked, maybe mm-hmm. in the future we'll get some artwork from Lottie just in terms of like Ezra Bridger up on that roof with all the purples and the orange and it's just beautiful. Yeah. I think it's it's just awesome. The
1: colors are beautiful. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's great, great. So all right, friends, uh remember that um we are gonna be back. we're gonna try to do these as, as often as we can probably like a Monday through Friday thing as much as we can, although I think we started this off on the weekend. We'll see. I don't really know. We're dropping Every time we watch one, we come over, we sit down, we record, we do the watch. I hope you guys are are tuning into this as well, too, and going back, because we're getting ready for all of these characters. I'm actually thinking, you know, right before this is going to be Kenobi in, in terms of the timeline. So Kenobi happened four to five years prior. So when I see certain characters, I go, okay, they're still alive. If they're alive in Rebels, that means they had yeah. the potential to be alive in Kenobi, and could they be seen in the Kenobi series? Is what I'm kind of looking through that lens, just as we get as we get ready here. So, um, all right, friends. Uh, as always, thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for watching. Uh, please, if you would follow at Charlotte Sue, and I won't mess it up this time. The last two times I've messed up my own handle, <laughs> which is crazy. At Wampret underscore two M, I've been saying. I've been leaving the two hang because it it rhymes with Sue and I've been stopping there and not adding the M but it's two meters guys you know this Luke Skywalker bullseye womp rats uh, and they were no bigger than two meters so that's how you that's how you (laughs) remember that but uh, yeah be sure to follow us over on social media and uh, check out some of our other projects we actually were I said we were Jedi training earlier but we were were, we were also doing some podcasting uh, training as well for another project so guys check that out down in the description there's a link if you're interested where we're just going to watching some tv some movie reading some books and talking about all sorts of things nerdy and you know fun so uh all right thanks sweetie you're you're wonderful thank
1: you for uh, having me on again
0: yeah it's great it's great all right friends uh thank you guys and again if you want if you want to if you have thoughts or we missed something again you can always send us a message either at our handles or at hyperspace hangout at gmail.com we appreciate it and as always friends may the force be with you